It sounds like something out of Star Wars, but scientists have discovered a real-life Tatooine exoplanet orbiting twin suns. Joining us to discuss the discovery and its significance is Dr. Matthew Standing, postdoctoral research associate at the Open University's School of Physical Sciences. Thanks for making time to chat, Matthew. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Now, so yeah, the, the stuff that we've seen in movies, particularly Star Wars fans know about Tatooine. Tell us about the significance of this discovery and, and what's been found. Uh, yeah, so the over 5,400 exoplanets have been discovered uh, to date. So exoplanets meaning a planet that orbits around a star other than the sun. Um, but if you look in the night sky, um, all the stars in the Milky Way, about half of them exist in pairs or binaries, or maybe even higher, maybe three or four stars. Um, but out of the 5,400 exoplanets we found, only around 15 circumbinary planets have been found. So these are ones that orbit around both the stars. So instead of having one star in the center, like we have with the sun, we they actually have two. And if you were able to stand on the surface, and look up into the sky, you'd see a double sunset, just like in the Star Wars movies. Cool. Okay, so what's the significance of it? Is it just, is it fascinating, or does it do anything for us in terms of research or anything else that might come out of finding something like this? Um, so it gives us a window into the mechanisms at play in planet formation. So we're not entirely sure. There's many competing theories of how uh, planets form from the material left over after a star is born. Um, but around binaries, they were thought initially to be very difficult to form because the binaries themselves, the two stars, uh, act like a paddle and sort of mix up the material close to them. Um, so that puts a constraint on this formation. So we know that these planets that we're seeing, these circumbinary planets, have to form further outwards in the disk um, at larger separations from the stars and then move in to where we find them today. So that could give us a window into the mechanisms at play when planet systems like our solar system form. I got to ask you about this. This is interesting to me uh, because I, I've never heard this word before. And tell me if I'm saying it incorrectly because it sounds silly, quite frankly. Uh, Bebop-1c. Am I saying that correctly? That's another recently discovered gas giant of a planet. What What is this? Uh, yeah, you're saying it correctly. So Bebop uh, is the survey that we were running. So we've been looking for these uh, circumbinary planets um, now for a while using uh, a technique called radial velocities. Uh, or the wobble method. Um, so BBOP stands for binaries escorted by orbiting planets. And this new Tatooine-like planet we found uh, is called BBOP-1c. Okay, that breaks that down. So let's talk about finding more planets, more and more, th more discoveries like this. How is it that we're we're generally finding this information and finding things like, uh, you know, this this tattooing light system. What is it that we have now in our in our possession that allows us to to see what's happening beyond? So there's uh, a lot of uh, great science going on at the moment. I mean, with the launch of JWST and the upcoming uh, European Space Agency Plato mission, we're expecting more and more um, sort of uh, groundbreaking science and results to come out of that. Um, in circumbinaries especially, we're expecting Plato to more than double the, the number that we, we currently see. Um, but this discovery that we found uh, is the first discovery of a circumbinary planet using the radial velocity, the wobble method. Um, and that gives us information on the planet's mass, uh, which is difficult to uh, ascertain from other methods. And that gives us an idea on its composition. 
Speaking with Dr. Matthew Standing, postdoctoral research associate at the Open University's School of Physical Sciences. And uh, Dr. Standing, uh, let's talk about, it seems to me anyway, outside looking in, and I'm not that guy who studies this and am not really in this world, but it seems to me that we've been hearing over the past handful of years a trickle of, of more of these discoveries. To what do we attribute it? What, what sort of technology is aiding in uh, these new discoveries? Can you break that down for us? Uh, yes, yeah, so um, a lot of the uh, recent discoveries have uh, been flooding in from the space telescope. So Kepler uh, was re revolutionary in uh, detection of exoplanets and um, the TESS space telescope as well. So these use a technique called the transit method. So it's advantageous because they can stare at a large uh, patch of sky and monitor the brightness of the stars um, in that region. And if a planet happens to pass in front of the star, uh, in between the star and the telescope, that blocks a bit of the light and uh, dims it so that we can monitor the stars for the, these dims and uh, that tells us that there's a planet there. I think, you know, sometimes when we start talking about astronomy, about all the different things and the new discoveries, everybody wants to know, is there any sort of life beyond what we know today? Anything that, you know, you can further on that discussion? Do we, do we see any signs of anything? So, yeah, that's the question we get uh, quite often, as you can imagine. Um, so when we talk about uh, life being possible on other planets, um, we have to remember that we only have a sample size of one where a habitable planet, so uh, the Earth. Um, it's the only planet we know that uh, life exists on, and everything on the Earth needs liquid water in order to survive. So when we look for habitable planets, we look for planets in uh, what's known as the habitable zone, and that's just a distance from the star that lets liquid water exist on the surface. Um, and with these uh, updated methods that's, uh, that we've got at the moment and these uh, new telescopes that are coming out, it's letting us probe into that sort of region of, um, of space where smaller rocky type planets that have a more difficult to detect signal could exist. And um, so we're finding more of these planets as time goes on. Can you give it uh, some sort of perspective? I mean, when we hear about these discoveries, we get these fantastical images and ideas. And again, it opens our imagination to life beyond our, our planet. Just how far away are, are these new discoveries? Can you put that in perspective? Incredibly fast. So this uh, new planet, so Bebop-1c that we, we discussed, uh, that is 1,320 light years away, uh, this system. So that means if we could travel at the speed of light, which we are absolutely nowhere near being able to do, it would take 1,300 together. Um, so when, when you see these images on um, on the internet of artist impressions of exoplanets, um, we, we, we don't actually see anything like that. When we look through the telescope, we're not sat there going like, oh, there's one, I can see that, I'll note that down. What we, what we can see is, because they're so far, we just can see the influence they have on their stars because the star is very bright next to it. Um, so that's what we're looking for uh, when we look through the telescopes. Fascinating. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you both for having me. Thanks. Dr. Matthew Standing is a postdoctoral research associate at the Open University School of Physical Science.